0: Start recording. Stop recording. Button. Hello to all my beautiful nerds traveling the vast nerd universe. I am back with another episode. I hope you guys enjoyed yesterday's bonus episode where me and Gondress reviewed the new My Hero Academia movie. If you have not listened to that, make sure you listen to episode 5. I did not get to mention some things before we started doing the review. And that is we're on overcast now. For anyone who has an overcast account, you could check us check us out on there. And in other news, we are gearing up for Omni Fandom Expo 2020, which is gonna be in three weeks over in Kissimmee, which I am so excited. We just got word that we'll we are definitely interviewing Neil Kaplan, who has played Hawkmon and Halsamon on on Digimon Adventure 2, and also Zarkon on Voltron Legendary Legendary Defender. Hoping to hear word back on interviewing Gray Delilah Griffin who plays Vicky in The Fairly Odd Parents, Daphne in Anything Scooby-Doo Nowadays, and, of course, Mandy in The Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy. So, tonight's topic is something that I was inspired by someone that I've been teaching for a little bit, and that deals with independence and when families should come in or at least when they take care of you. As in the coddling issue. I know, I know. Parents and also brothers and sisters and cousins in between are great and all, but and they also have your back and they are usually your sided supporter or sometimes they are kind of part of the hereditary pass on of a certain blindness sometimes. But in in the end there are going to be times when we want to live our independence as blind people. I do cover some blindness topics and I kind of feel like to bring this onto the podcast. I mean I think the last blindness topic I did was i make friends as a blind person with either other blind people or sighted, which can also be a part of this too. But anyways, mainly one big thing is independence. I came from a uh, traditional Catholic Latin family who were surprised that I was going blind mainly from a visual impairment back in 2001 and I never thought about having independent living skills either around that time because I had family basically trying to find ways of helping me cope at a young age that I am going blind. And one thing that my mom has mentioned that she won't be living forever and I need to start uh, think about, thinking about getting some independent li- living skills. And that kind of turned onto the ind- Independent Living Skills Program at the Rehab Center that I work at now but and this was 2003 going to 2004. And I did learn valuable skills like being able to sew a button, being able to sweep, mop, do my laundry, able to cook, wash dishes, all that, and get to be in the dorm for a lot of the summer and getting to go to college classes at the same time. And even refresh those skills later later on in life because of muscle mer- memory. And of course, my mom still believed that she would not live forever. But then I came back in 2015 because I started uh, getting my skills back at the end of 2014 going through the same program. When I came back officially from the entire program, I noticed how my mom wanted to do my laundry for me. And I tried telling her, mom, I gotta do this on my own because you're not gonna be living with me like you said on the first day that you and dad dropped me off. But she's like, no, no, I wanna do it for you no. Nope. But then my dad had to step in and say, let her do it. Which I kinda of felt like I was getting my independence. But there's <laughs> that thing in between. You kinda of feel like you're <laughs> the parent is enabling as an always wanna step in and always I do everything for you, and I, I myself know that it can be a little bit of a burden. Heck, even Gondra mom always wants to feel like that she has to step in and pour my cereal and milk for me every single time. I think, well, there is that one story I have. I. I remembered waking up feeling my stomach rumble. She was asleep, Gondris was asleep, and they were living in a three bedroom apartment at the time. And I couldn't sleep anymore because my stomach was always grumbling. So I got up, took my morning thyroid pill and got out of bed, I mean, actually, no, wait, got out of bed, took the pill, went to the kitchen, found the cereal, found the milk, found the bowl, found the spoon, went over to the dining room, dining area of the living room, placed the bowl, poured the cereal, and I hear a noise, I'm like thinking, please don't wake up, please don't wake up. Please don't wake up. And she comes out sees me about to tip the carton, because it was slightly heavy. <laughs> because it was still full. And she's like, do you need help with that? I'm like, no. And she's like, are you sure? I'm sure. And I just poured the milk. It just felt where I needed to end, and then... But I think she took the milk back or I just put it back. I forget. This was years ago. And a little life and a little note on that. I've been doing that since I was five years old, actually. Four or five. Which I always wondered for the longest time if If someone started doing their independent living around such a young age or even later, why are parents still coming in and doing things even if you're visually impaired? I understand they care, but there are gonna be times when, you know, the risks are going to happen. I mean, I could have spilled the milk if... I wasn't too careful. Here's another good story. Um, I do love eating fresh bagels and I remember my mom always got bagels from this one place called Bagel King and they don't have those slicing machines. So we had to slice them at home and I do a technique where I slice halfway through the bagel and rotate my hand away from where the knife would end up coming through and slice the rest of the bagel through and i've been using that technique even when my mom's on in the room but then out of nowhere she's like let me slice the bagel for you because you're going to cut yourself um i tried telling her explaining to her what's my technique and she's like, let me still slice it. And I started slicing it myself. And then it got so frustrating, and I told her, Okay, you slice it. Or actually, I did it nicely. Can you slice my bagel, please? And she got mad at me for asking her that when she's like, I thought you I thought you always got my case for doing that. And my thought was, Well, you're the one who always Let's just slice it for me. So, I observed until I heard her grunt in pain. The bagel was still partially frozen, which you did not notice. And, apparently, she sliced herself. And, she did have to get stitches. It was kind of a lesson showing that... Yes, if you're visually impaired, you would probably slice yourself. But sighted people are able to still hurt themselves no matter what you do. I mean, like I said, she sliced her finger and she's not blind. And of course, she did have to get stitches, like I said. And no matter what, you're going to... even if you're sighted or blind, which is another point, there are going to be times when you're going to hurt yourself, no matter what you do. I mean, even Gondress got burned on his feet years ago trying to make Chick-fil-A-style chicken patties. Um, let's see. I even burned myself on a toaster, on the toaster oven recently on the door and trying not to complain in pain so much is healing by the way i did get some burn gel and which another thing after getting hurt sometimes you have to learn how to take care of yourself with the injury i mean i got myself burn gel and was able to put it on and now i know just be a little bit more careful with the toaster oven door uh, Heck, I even kind of partially sliced myself with the bagel. And another part of it, too, with independence, we do learn from those mistakes. Even both sided and visually impaired, <laughs> in a way. Which I kind of feel like not a lot of families probably don't know. That they can't always have to jump in if there's going to be a major risk going on. I mean, yeah, we might burn ourselves. We might not burn ourselves. Or another thing is sometimes we have to hurt ourselves to learn that lesson. I know it sounds a little bit... Um, kind of harsh to say, but it kind of goes that way. I mean, look at kids. When they start learning how to ride a bike, they always end up falling off that bike and still get back on to keep on learning how to ride it. I mean, it took myself to get burned on the arm while baking something When I first moved in here to finally get one of those oven rack movers for the oven. Which is a plank of wood with like hook indentations where you get to pull out the oven tray, the oven rack, slightly get your food out and then push it back in with another groove. It took me a bit to get one of those. I'm sorry. I think I might be getting an allergy attack, guys. But still, it took me a bit, and I learned that okay, this oven is way different from from my parents' oven, so need to know that I can't uh, just rush in and just uh, grab what I need to grab with just the oven mitts or the pot holders. Another thing was getting to make that mistake with the causing the eggs to break and cause a big mess. Oh boy, Congress was not too happy about that that night. I think it was during the hurricane. Hurricane Dorian was coming through and I ended up breaking all the eggs because I had one of those egg baskets in the... Uh, in the, in the fridge and I was trying to get a pitcher of lemonade and I accidentally knocked it over. And I knew that, okay, that our fridge is definitely not big enough to try to do a maneuver like that. Things like that. We just had to learn from our mistakes in order to improve, improve ourselves, whether we're visually impaired or not. And not only that, another thing that can be frustrating with us when it comes to the independence thing is being able to use the mobility skills. I always remembered after coming back from the Independent Living Skills uh, program that my dad always still try to grab onto me and he still does even after me moving out that I don't like it at all. And he always gets mad when I try to ask him please don't do this. Just let me walk. I really need to use my skills. And a good thing to remember if you don't you don't use it, you lose it and it kinda messes up my mobility. Heck, even with my Sunu band on, it kinda still gets messed up when he visits. (laughs) I know I'm trying to sound not so ungrateful, but the issue was he kept on complaining about how I always ran into things. I try to dodge as much as I can, but there are times when I accidentally crash into something, or the person in front of me does not know. Trust me, that does happen in stores. Not everybody's gonna see you. Not everybody, everybody's not gonna notice. They're gonna either run or stay in place or walk backwards. Trust me, that happened to me back in high school when some girl almost ran into me when I was carrying my lunch out of the lunchroom. I got mad at her and say, hey, watch where you're going. Yes, I know it was a jerk move of mine, but she was not watching where she was going. What do you expect me to say? But anyways, nobody's gonna look out for you in the public eye. I accidentally bump into them. Yeah, that's a mistake that happens. And also, I do admit I end up running into some stuff all thanks to his direction. That's why I bought the SUNY band in the first place. But here's one proof of how I proved my skill. Uh, I've been living in Castleberry most of my life, and living near the Altamont Mall has been a big thing. and. I remembered how the layout was like. On Mother's Day, being there with my mom, having some food in the food court, she decided to go to Dillard's, and I'm like, thinking, I should definitely prove to my dad, because I talked to my old mobility instructor days before, and told him what was going on. He said, you should prove what you can do because you've been my student and you know what you can do. So I basically walked from Dillard's all the way back to where we parked near the Barnes and Noble and where Sears Sears used to be because Sears is now gone forever. And and I hear my mom tell my dad, see, she can do it. And I can do it, and like, and I kind of feel like it's not getting through to the brain, and I'm wondering if he falsely does something, like grab onto me when I'm trying to do something, or if I'm holding something maybe sharp or or maybe something else. It's gonna cause an issue. I'm like, Dad, this is why you have to have me walk. And that's one other reason that I bought the C-New Band in the first place. And if you're wondering, is your mobility better when you're alone? Yes, it is. I admit it. it. It is better. And I also try to explain to Gondras the same thing, too, that it can kind of mess me up, to tell you the truth. I know it's kind of a bit of a touchy subject there, but at least during our dinner at the Chinese buffet last month, at least he asked, do you want to grab on? And I said, Sure. That's the polite way of doing it. I know that's kind of a bit of a thing. Was a little bit long-winded. But as a science supporter, you yourself, whether you're a family member or a significant other, just like your wine your VIP, how Derek Daniel likes to call it live. You know, as in let them ask for your help if they need help. Also, just let them be them. If they make a mistake, they'll learn from it. I learn from my mistakes and yeah, I expect to be everybody be perfect, but definitely we do learn as time goes on. But Please don't grab on if they look like they're about to fall or just just be like when they're learning to how, I mean learning to ride a bike. Let them fall to learn so they could get back up again. I mean, I learned that back in the day when I had to cross a street. street crossings and it kind of goes the same way with any other way so I think that's it for that topic and I wanted to briefly bring this up I kind of watched something on YouTube about someone talking about how this kid got beaten for playing with her mom's uh, makeup palettes I've done that back in the past myself when I was around four years old with my mom's only eyeshadow palette. And I wanted to say is that kids at that age, two years old, especially young girls, they do see what mothers do and they want to be like their mom and be able to put on makeup like their mom. And well, for one thing, being hit like that is not—it's not a good thing. Especially when the mother on in the video said that he, her hands hurting because of, of hitting her kid, that broke so many other. two other palettes even one is about to be discontinued that's not right (laughs) ladies if you're having a kid and they see you with your uh, putting on your makeup understand that kids do learn from example and I learned that with my own mom's eyeshadow palette even though I started drawing rainbows on my face with her eyeshadows. But she did not hurt me for that. She just cleaned me off and said, time to go to school. That's it. (laughs) And I never touched her eyeshadow palette ever again. Even until middle school, that's about it. But again, know that Kids are going to get into your stuff and you can't help it. So, just know that if your daughter is getting into your makeup, let her play with it. Even if it's a cheap little palette or an empty one, just let her play. Let her pretend. They have to have fun with it. So, I guess that's about it. Again, just let a blind person be and let them live their independence, even if it comes down to cooking, slicing a bagel, cutting an onion, or even being able to strain their hair. I mean, I was able to use my flat iron due to my mom's wrist hurting from all the carpal tunnel surgery that was screwed up. I mean, I did that on my own. So, again, let them be. Don't only kiss help when asked to be help, or ask if they need a hand when need be. So that's about it. I know it's it was a little bit short since our last episode was a bit longer, so enjoy what we got. Um, next week, I'm thinking of bringing back the technology in and start doing some uh, a little bit of a tutorial. If anybody has a Braille Sense Polaris and wondering how to use that touchpad, I will show you how. I think it's I was wanting to do that forever, and I finally get to do that. So stay tuned for that, guys. Until next time. I'm Mari Blue Cat, so stay beautiful while traveling the vast universe. This is your podcast epic switch episode. New episode next. Set up my three slash five. Stop recording. Button.